All right, I'm here joined by guest, my friend Bobby So to have a brief but hopefully insightful conversation. So something we we're just talking about recently and that's on, on our mind is uh, how people create a system of morals and a, and a system of uh, moral understandings based on their desires, based on what comes naturally to them, based on their impulses. What this looks like is that a person first, obviously born into the world, a total animal, total creature with a whole bunch of impulses, a whole bunch of desires, a whole bunch of inclinations, they don't go away anywhere, obviously, right? And then a person matures and, and thinks about what do I need because obviously I can't call myself a bad person. So I need to figure out a, a worldview, a system that works for me, that exculpates me, that makes me feel good, makes me feel righteous, makes me feel like I'm in the right versus everybody else that, that's, that's morally inferior to me, right? And uh, this is what we do. And then we, we bend the truth as far as necessary, as far as necessary without any kind of uh, qualms without any hesitations even without any shame right why because we know that the cost of it is too high it's our self-esteem and that's the number one thing right so obviously the problem is that reality really does not bend right so if we were to create a, a system of understanding that said we don't need food and we don't need water and we don't need oxygen and we don't need uh, sleep and we don't need housing Right? We understand no matter how much we believed it, how much we said it, we would simply perish and that would be that, no problem. Right? But the same thing is as it concerns our inner life, is as it concerns our inner existence as sentient, thinking, feeling beings. And the fact is, is that if we mess it up, right? just like we understand, we mess things up with the body, our body dies. Right? If we mess things up inside, we die. Even if our body is as healthy as can be, and we have all the money in the bank, and everything is amazing, and we're, we have 10 20 million followers on Instagram and another 10 million on Twitter, it doesn't matter. If we mess things up on the inside, we're dead. We're the walking dead. Maybe that's why those shows are so popular, right? Because people, people find something in them, and that's exactly how it is, right? When, when, it, when we have the incorrect ideas about what it means to be moral, about what it means to do the right thing in this world, Right? The incorrect ideas about ourselves and about other people inside, we're dead. Literally. It's not like, oh, it's a metaphor. We're dead. Right? Because we understand a body, a person can be in a vegetative state, right? And their body can be, can be alive, but inside there's knock, knock. Who's there? Nobody. Right? Difference maybe between vegetative state, coma, brain death, whichever one is, is appropriate. Right? So we understand this is a concept. So it's the same thing. Just because a person walks and talks and eats and breathes, doesn't mean that they're a person, that they're a human being, that they're alive, right? Inside, the body's alive. So that's why it's super duper imperative and people unfortunately have this uh, idea in mind, you know, morals, code of chivalry from the, you know, the medieval times, I must open the door, I must, uh, you know, be polite, I must say please and thank you with an exclamation mark, right? All this kind of stuff, you know, but the real bottom line, really where it counts is, is when it comes to real things, making money, having pleasure, living my best life, all these kinds of things. That's really where it counts. But the, that stuff, you know, not stealing, not lying, not, that's just like that, that old fashioned stuff, you know, that, that really is kind of out of vogue, right? Everybody's right. Everybody is, is correct. We can do whatever. Just don't hurt anybody. Yeah, whatever. Right. <clears throat> so this is a, it's the equivalent of, um, 
of, of uh, what we said before as it concerns the body, right? Oh, I don't need nutrition. I don't need vitamins. I don't need vitamin C. I don't need iron. I don't need calcium. I don't need, you know, anything. That's eh, whatever. I don't even need food, right? Well, everybody's right, whatever, right? So we see it doesn't work for the body. It definitely does not work for the mind, right? And it's more strict. With the body, we can, you know, we, we see that people uh, abuse junk food for years and, and, and you know, some of them are, are not so bad, you know, to be honest. Genetics, whatever it may be. With the mind, if we begin making poor moral choices and we begin to destroy our, our, ourselves as a moral agent, we very quickly deteriorate and we very quickly decline in, in, into, and become, again, the walking dead. Become the walking dead. Right? And the pro- further problem is that it's very hard to recognize where we're off. Why? Because of this, this rule, this principle, and that is that we get used to what we do very, very quickly. Right? So let's say the first time somebody, uh, you know, they grew up and, and they were told by their parents never eat you know, the, the, the family tradition is never to eat, I don't know, wheat bread for whatever reason, right? This is just my, my father didn't eat bread. His father didn't eat wheat bread, so forth and so on. So then the kid, uh, you know, grows up like that. No, I can never eat wheat bread. And then one day he's like, oh, maybe I should try it. And he eats a little piece of wheat bread. And he, he maybe even throws it. I said, oh, I can't believe I did this. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All right. What about the second time? What do you think? Will it be the same? No. No. The second time, it'll be less. It'll be, oh, shoot. Oh. The third time, even less. And eventually, you'll start eating wheat bread like it's nothing. Now, it's wheat bread, obviously, there's no problem that we know. But although, in this case, it may be a problem. It's a family tradition, right? Why isolate yourself from your family? But it's just a, just an example. More, you know, pragmatically speaking, people sometimes, you know, they, they, let's say they, grew, they were told, don't, don't, uh, don't steal, right? So one day they, they go into a you know, supermarket, they're super hungry, they grab a chocolate bar, right? And they walk out and they're just, their face is flushed and they're like trembling and they're, oh, right? And then they eat it and they just feel, oh, this is this, you know, this adrenaline and this knot in their stomach. They feel absolutely awful, right? But then the second time, what do you think? became a little bit easier. Exactly. The second time, the, 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 the jitters are gone at least. And then the third and fourth time, and it's nothing. And then a person, of course, begins to justify it. Right? Then it becomes a habit, and a person begins to say, this is the right, the correct thing to do. Right? It's well known that people that are you know, uh, in the business of taking lives, it's the same thing. First time you take a life, whether it's on, you know, uh, as, as a sniper, you know, in a, in a, in a uh, sanctioned, uh, you know, period of violence, right? Or as a, as a hitman or, or a hit woman, right? Almost no matter how, how, how uh, bad or cold you think you are, the first time you take a life, you're going to freak out. You're, gonna, you, you're probably going to vomit. You're going to shake. You're going to tremble. You're going to, maybe somebody won't, but most will, right? The second time, not so much. And from there, it becomes nothing. And you can go and take somebody's life like that. And I just snapped my fingers if it wasn't her. There we go. And right. you know this from experience. No, I do not. <laughs> not personal experience, all right? From general knowledge of people, all right? So this is how it works. And this is how it works with, with everything, all right? We, we begin to do something the first time. If we, if either, maybe incorrectly, maybe it's just a taboo that's not really reasonable. And, 
and it's good to be desensitized to it, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's something legit, like taking lives or stealing, right? But we begin to do it, and then we begin to, and then it becomes absolutely no problem. Excuse me, is that clear? Makes sense. Makes sense. It's the same thing with, with, with everything else. And this is, this is the problem then because the problem is that it continues to affect us. Each time that we do something destructive, it continues to impact us. For example, let's say we're on a diet, right? We're in a strict... What diet were you on again? Keto. Keto. Keto diet. What is that? Like, that's healthy, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Eating healthy. So let's say one day, however, we, you know, we go to a restaurant and you see, you know, what's not keto? A brownie? Or potatoes. Potato, wow. Okay, so fr- French fries, right? You see the French fries and say, I ordered the French fries, right? And, and like you just, you, you really want them. And you take a French fry and you feel really bad. Oh, what did I do? I broke my keto diet. No way, right? But then this, you may you may then back off or, or maybe, you know, you're like, gosh, shit, I already broke the diet, right? So take a second fry. Feels a little bit better. Not so bad. Third fry, fourth fry, and you can finish the whole pack and it won't be nothing. And then it could be, maybe you wouldn't do that, but plenty of people do. They, they break their diet and then they go back to constant uh, junk food, right? And the thing is, you, you get used to it. You don't feel bad anymore when you, when you eat, you know, junk food. But does it continue to damage you, your body? Of course. Yeah. So the same thing morally. Right, we get used to these little things we did, to the little acts of stealing and lying, right, and scamming and and treating other people like dirt, like objects, right? Whether we're uh, cold calling them and, and using high, you know, pressure sales tactics or what, or trying to, you know, whatever it may be, right? We get used to these kinds of things and may even become a lifestyle for us, right? Like the Nigerian scammers, phone scammers, the renowned ones, right? Your uncle died, send somebody. It's their lifestyle. I talked to. Not too long ago to a, to a guy who has a, a cousin that does this, right? Or no, no, or no, no, his roommates in college would do it. And, and yeah, that was it. That was somebody else. The cousin. And I said, yeah, this is just something that, that, they, that they fell into. And they began to do like a business, right? We're going to send out today a couple thousand of these, hopefully one, one packs, and we'll get some money. We'll be able to pay rent. Right? That's it. And so people fall into these kinds of things and it's nothing to them, but it continues to damage them and it separates them further and further from others and, and solidifies their condition, right? And, and isolates them from reality and, and continues to guarantee their misery and ultimate utter destruction and their, and their status as being the walking dead, which we do not want to be because we may be walking dead, but we're aware of it and it's no fun. And the kind of emptiness and the kind of the kind of awfulness that, that a person is capable of feeling is, is inconceivable, right? The, the depths that, that, that it's possible to enter. It's ridiculous, right? And this all comes from having low moral worth, from not conforming our actions to reality. So the question then is, what's the natural question here? How do we gain moral worth, right? What are we looking at, again, in a, in a code of, of conduct for knights of the medieval times, right? They were very moral, weren't they? No. Right? How we gain how we gain moral worth is we have to conform our actions and our beliefs and our understandings to reality. We have to understand how things work. And again, reality isn't, you know, that there we see a plant, right? Or we see a couch. Ooh, it's reality. Reality is the concepts that we can clearly wrap our minds around. Right? For example, key concepts are that other people are not objects. They're real. And therefore, each time that I treat a person like an object, I try to scam them. I try to lie to them destructively. I try to cheat. All these kinds of things, right? I'm lying. That's not a form of truth. That's not reality. I'm therefore dealing a moral blow to myself and contributing to me becoming 
The Walking Dead. Right? People have positive motivations. You, if you, uh, people mean well, logically. It's logically necessary. So each time that you forget that and you get enraged and you hate somebody and you're angry and you misunderstand and you lawsuits, this and that, and that, and that right? You contribute to your moral destruction. All right? The truth is the truth. What's not yours is not yours. All right? So each time that, that you take something which is, which is not yours, that's not reality. You contribute to your moral destruction. All right? And so forth and so on. Your word is your word. You promise to do something. All right? How many times do we hear nowadays, oh, of course, I promise. I'll be there. I promise. Right? Of course. I will. No doubt. I'll call you. I'll see you. I'll do it. Tomorrow. Immediately. Next week. T- 12 p.m. Of course. Right? Certainly. Yeah, you see that or not? I see that all the time, right? It's so that then becomes a part of reality. You said you would do something, that becomes the truth. So if you don't do it, dealing a moral blow to yourself, right? So this is a good place to start. We keep our word, right? And for that, we may have to not be such blabbermouths. We may have to not constantly talk, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I promise. Even people say, I swear, I swear, I swear. It's crazy, right? It's absolutely nuts. So we stop doing that. We stop, you know, being profligate with our word, meaning just throwing it around this way and that. We keep our word. We stick to basic truths, for example, not stealing, right? And, and this comes down, you don't have to be, a, uh, you know, a highway robber, like back in the, in the day, to be a thief. It's as simple as there's a, a, a you know, a, a rest stop and it says customers only or a restaurant. You barge in there, use up a whole bunch of toilet paper, use up a whole bunch of soap, turn on the lights, which obviously is electricity, and then you get out of there, you don't buy a single thing, right? That's absolutely stealing, right? You ask for a cup at a, at a fast food joint, right, for water, you put in uh, lemonade or soda, 100% stealing, right? You take, so you take something, never mind obviously taking something from the grocery store, right? You take a, you take a pen from work, 100% still. All right, and there's a million other examples like that. We treat each other as, as uh, objects for the sake of our gratification, right? We use somebody and spit them out for the sake of our desires. Also not reality because it's not true. That's not what they are, right? So all of these different things, right? Remember that people are real, that they're not objects. Remembering people mean well, they have positive intent just like you do. All these things, when we understand these things and we internalize them and we mind them and then we live our lives and we act in light of them, right? And we don't do certain things because of the truths that we hold and we do do certain things because of the truths that we hold. That's how we build up our real worth. That's how we really build up our value, right, as, as human beings. And then we can, it, it doesn't matter what's going on outside, really. If we have moral worth, we can be poor, we can be rich, we can be healthy, we can be sick. We can have, anything can be going on, but when we know for real that we're a quality individual, that's the ultimate satisfaction, right? But it's not cheap. It's not as simple as some kind of nonsense that, that you hear. Oh, you need to be uh, assertive. You need to, uh, you know, get after what you want and live your dreams and, you know, open your uh, small business or your, run with your business idea. That has nothing to do with anything. And it's... <laughs> It's ridiculous, right? That's all the discussions that we hear is some kind of quote-unquote self-help nonsense that only drive us further and further toward being the walking dead. The only real way is to try to comprehend key points of reality concerning key things such as the ones we discussed and then to stick to it over a long period of time. 
that's the only real solution to any kind of you know sadness any kind of depression any kind of feelings of low self-esteem anything like that the the long hard way not smiling more not opening up not humming not meditating not uh, being more mindful not uh, whatever in the world people say right but it's tough <clears throat> it's a tough pill to swallow because you can think about how hard it is for a person i mean some people you encounter and they're the very antithesis if I, did I pronounce that correctly the opposite whatever you want you want to say of all of these things constant lying constant their entire life um you know thesis their entire modus operandi is how do i take advantage of people how do i use people how do i get back at people how do i every single moment of their life you know in opposition to everybody so for a person like this to acquire moral worth is 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 definitely possible but it's very difficult and it'll take years of difficult work and self reflection right and making extremely difficult choices and cutting out maybe a person's entire livelihood might be based on on lies right maybe based on uh, a disconnect from reality such as selling people the, you know shoddy merchandise or whatever or, or pressuring people to buy what they don't need or whatever it is right their entire home so for a person of quality, real worth they may have to get rid of their home they may have to get rid of their cars they may have to get rid of their career right they may have to do a lot of things that they that most people are never willing to do so obviously it's no surprise that instead they're going to say oh i need to go and meditate or be more mindful go to a retreat where i'm going to learn how to be empowered and yell and, and and scream a little bit with a few thousand other people walk on coals <coughs> right <laughs> listen to audio tapes when i'm asleep with empowering quotes of course right it's not it's no surprise but you know what what comes in is what comes out and uh, that's just the reality of the situation. Anything to add? No, I got nothing to add to that. All right, man, I'll be a wrap for this one. I hope uh, you found it helpful. Thank you for listening.